Hey guys, I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, safety. I'm, I've been uh, on the Discord a lot, talking with a lot of people, and a lot of people have bad trips. <laughs> and it's really interesting that people have these bad trips, and um, I'll ask them, you know, like the basic questions like, what were you doing when you decided to trip? You know, where were you at? Where were you, you know, what were you doing? Just those kind of things. And they always answer stuff like, oh, I was at a rave and in the middle of the woods with, you know, some strangers that I didn't know. And <laughs> like stuff like that. It's like, uh, well, no wonder you had a bad trip. <laughs> You know, um, I don't know. I, I, I laugh about it and everything, but, um, also a lot of people that I'm talking to are, um, they seem to be younger. I, I ask them, I'll also ask them, you know, the people that have these bad trips, I'll ask them how old they are. And some of them are under 18 and I'm like, whoa, you know, like, uh, well, you know, I don't recommend anybody do them if they're under 21, you know. Um, and sometimes I get some people that are, you know, right around the, like, the early 20s age, and uh, and I'll talk to them. And it is interesting to see how their trips are affected by their age. You can definitely tell um, a maturity level difference um, between some of the older people and are some of the people that didn't take psychedelics until they were older um, versus the people that are trying to take them young and right now. And um, so anyways, so I just want to go over like some just simple things. I mean, I, I guess, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know, I, I take me and the girl take the tripping of the mushrooms very, very seriously, you know, like, it's not something to just be messed around with, you know, um, bad trips, and, and realistically, I've, I've only ever had one really bad trip, and that was the, um, well, anyways, it's in, it's in the podcast, if you're going through there, there's the one bad trip, and then there are several trips that I went through that were just hellish, not or not hellish. Um, yeah, I guess hellish is the right word. Um, they weren't they weren't terrifying or anything like that, and they weren't bad trips. Like I didn't feel bad or necessarily, but I was, you know, delving into the just looking into the darker stuff. You know what I mean? And you can I can easily see how as soon as you start peering into that, if you let it get away, it can absolutely send you into just a horrible horrible abyss you know you have to be you have to be careful when you're messing around and thinking in that direction and um it's it was basically me seeing that direction that made me turn around and go in the opposite direction and try to find okay like okay if this is how things are this way i'm gonna go the other way and we'll see what happens <laughs> so and good things happen of course so anyways the the point is is when you trip you should be tripping either alone 
or with a very few select group of friends that are that you trust and they're really close to you so you know and 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 friends that are going to take it seriously. You might have a friend that's really close to you, but you know is kind of a goofball or something like that, or you know isn't going to take the trip seriously. Um, and I wouldn't trip with them either. I, I've got a friend like that, and and I just don't think he would be able to handle it. <laughs> you know, uh, he'd make too many jokes about it, and then would end up getting us in a, a sticky situation or something like that. Um, now, especially, especially once you've already tripped a few times, you know, well, you should know this after you've tripped, you know, after, after you've tripped, uh, you know, maybe half a dozen times or so, you should start to know, like, okay, I'm up here in the spirit realm, I'm using this as a metaphor, of course, but you're up in the spirit realm, you run into a bad entity or something like that, you know, and you catch its attention and you pick a fight with it or something like that, you know, the night's not going to turn out good, <laughs> you know, it's not going to, it's not going to end, end well. <laughs> um, so, you know, you just, you take it seriously, you take it seriously, you set up your room ahead of time, you, you plan ahead, you know, like, like I said, when me and the girl, you know, so we take it so seriously, we, we, I literally pray all day leading up to the trip, and then when I take the mushrooms, the girl prays over the mushrooms before I actually take them, and we set up candles, and we have music, like soft, like I'll, I've already chosen like a soft, um, easy listening to music, like lo-fi or dream wave or synth wave, just like real low beat, you know, um, really relaxing stuff. And, um, you know, once you've got it all set up like that and everything, when the trip comes, it's just going to be such a magical experience, you know. But if you sit there and you're, you know, being random, if you're running around in the woods, you know, and you're not for sure what's out there in the woods and, <laughs> you know, your imagination starts playing tricks on you and stuff like that, um, you know, that's uh, that's the bad path. Now... So anyways, so uh, all that little section just to say, you know, take it seriously. Take your tripping seriously. The more – the mushrooms like it. The mushrooms like being taken seriously. The more seriously you take them, the better of a time they're going to show you. They like it, you know, because they, they want you – to take them seriously and they want you to learn from them and they want you know i'm speaking metaphorically of course again but you know essentially is 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 yeah they want it to be a serious thing you know they want you to be there for a reason too you know that's why you're supposed to set your you know you're supposed to have your set in your setting right you're supposed to kind of set something ahead of time for yourself some some question you want to ask or some place you want to go or something you want to see and if you do that ahead of time, the mushrooms will know what to do with you, you know? They'll be like, okay, this guy wants to do – he wants to see this or he wants to see that. Well, maybe we can show him that, you know? And and that seems to be how it works, you know? Is you, you just take it seriously, come up with uh, – come with your ideas and everything and, and you'll get a good experience out of it. So anyways, now let's move on to um, – the age thing, you know, when you're young, when you're 
still a teenager, when you're still in high school and everything like that, there's a lot of things that you deal with in high school that you don't realize until you're much older just didn't even matter at all. Like all the high school drama. Like I, I remember I was talking to one of the guys on the Discord and he was describing his trip and how during his trip he was reminded of like some drama going on at school. And I was like, uh, huh, that's interesting. And he, he's re- he was reminded of that drama. And it's like me looking back, like, you know, all that high school stuff is <laughs> it's far gone like it like when you're when you're like my age you know um it's <laughs> like it is in the rear view mirror as far from reality as can possibly be you know uh, a lot of kids don't get it because you know um they kind of see it since they have to go to school you know they kind of see it as as being part of their life and and they just don't realize as soon as it's over it's just like none of it mattered at all and um and that's very very true it's like as soon as you're out of there man none of that mattered and um you know so that having a more mature mindset of realizing what matters what doesn't matter um you know, I guess the mushrooms kind of help with that, with you kind of learning what matters and what doesn't matter and everything as you're going along. But uh, at the same time, you can't be bringing in stuff, you know, that's, you know, just shouldn't be brought in. Like, you know, once again, high school drama. It just, you know, it's just not something that the mushrooms really care for, you know. And so... Um, it's going to lead you towards a, a bad trip. And, and to get more, a little more scientific with this, the other problem is, is your brain doesn't stop, or at least for males, for us males, the brain doesn't actually stop, um, maturing until it, until you're like 24 or something like that, you know, somewhere between like 21 and 24 is when your brain finally actually finishes maturing. So it's, if you're taking them at 18, you're going to just have just a different experience than after you're, you know, past 24, your experience is going to be different because your mind is going to be different. It's going to have different makeup. There's going to be different chemicals flowing, you know, because when you're a teenager, you got all those hormones going through you, you know, they're, they're affecting your decision-making. They're affecting what's important to you and whatnot. And it's like when you're you know, when you're goddamn 30 something, you know, those chemicals are completely different. You got completely different sets of chemicals growing through your body. And, um, and it just changes. It just changes how you think about things and change. It's also going to change the way that the mushroom affects you during a trip. So, all right, guys, I'm going to take a, a quick break here, quick ad, and then I'll come right back. So I realized I hadn't um, put out a large trip report in a while, and so I just want to promise you all that um, the next episode will be a large trip report. So um, 
got a hold of some tidal waves and some enigma and I'm going to try them um, and see how they compare to my favorite strains so we'll check that out um, anyways, uh, the reason why I uh, haven't had a large trip in a while is because um, I was in the process of selling my home. So I ended up selling my home and I ended up buying a large camper and a new truck. And so we're kind of taking the show on the road, so to speak. Um, Basically, um, I, I've lived this type of lifestyle before. Uh, I use when I got out of, of the army, I had bought a sailboat, and I lived on that sailboat for quite a while. I actually sailed my sailboat from um, Wisconsin, uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, all the way down the Mississippi River. Uh, I ended up selling that sailboat. And I ended up buying a bigger sailboat, and I lived in that sailboat for quite a while in Florida. So, um, so I'm kind of used to similar lifestyle. Anyways, a big, nice camper. Um, I've got everything hooked up, internet, and uh, basically everything that I had in my trip room is now inside the camper. So the, the camper is now my portable trip room, so to speak, uh, is kind of the idea. Um, so looking forward to the future and where we go from here. Um, anyways, uh, for now... Uh, I want to talk about um, I want to talk about an idea I had with um, a little bit more of the language, and usually uh, I know I've already I've, I've said this a dozen times. Um, the language breaks down when trying to describe the psychedelic experience, right? You listen to Terrence McKenna, and Terrence McKenna talks about this quite a bit. He talks about the fact that it does break down, that it's not good enough. You can't describe these things. You try your best, and it just doesn't work. It's too alien. It's too abstract. It's too out there. So uh, in this case, you guys have already heard me say that myself, and this is why I use metaphors and metaphorical language and, and uh, metaphysical language. Anyways... I want to talk about what more so language actually is. Um, this might be a little more of a... It's might be a more simple idea, but it it's not necessarily an idea that people think about all the time, right? So there's this old theological question about a chair. What is a chair, right? Well, a chair is actually a collection of pieces of wood put together in a certain shape, right? So there is no such thing as a chair, right? There's only a collection of wood, right? But because that collection of wood is put together in a specific shape, it creates 
a chair. Now that's something that we as humans can recognize. Nature doesn't see a chair, obviously. Nothing other animals and things like that. They don't conceptualize it and call it a chair, right? So there are all these types of things. Basically language is we're trying to describe things based and put them in categories, put them in boxes based on what they do and um, what they are physically, what they're made of, or things like that. So, I mean, give an example, you know, what makes a blanket a blanket versus any other type of cloth, you know, versus, say, a towel, you know, the difference between a towel and a blanket. They're made of very, very similar materials but one has a specific use another has a different use you know um so these things so the way you end up using language to compartmentalize things now let's get into um let's get into the psychedelic realm here and you you can think of this um i'm going to use the metaphorical language here but you can consider this um, just like a psychological experiment or something like that. So imagine you're in the psychedelic realm, you've the spirit realm, you've taken mushrooms, and you run into an entity. And let's say let's say there's an entity that's the entity, the spirit of Walt Disney. Now Maybe there's also a spirit of the Disney Corporation. And then maybe there's a spirit of Mickey Mouse. Now, all those three spirits are might be similar and they might be connected. But there are things that are different about them. You know, there are, there are things that make them, um, you know, distinguishable from each other. Even though they're connected, even though that they're close to each other, even though that they share similarities, there is a difference. So this goes back to the whole, you know, um, the blanket versus the towel. You know, they're both made of fabric, of certain types of fabric. Uh, you know, they're a certain size or whatever or something. Anyways, the point is, is there is distinguishable things. Now... This goes going back to the safety thing. When you're in the spirit realm and everything, and you're running into stuff. You're running into spirits, you know. Or if if you don't want to think metaphysically about it, if you want to think more psychologically about it, when you're messing around with ideas while you're on mushrooms, when you're contemplating these things, when you're exploring your psyche, you're exploring these ideas. It's important to distinguish and try to identify them as what they are you know you want to sit there and you want to take a look at it and the only way it'll fit into language is if you can somehow describe it and compartmentalize it and put it into a category of some kind you know that's the only way you're ever going to be able to describe it and um once again that's why i use metaphysical languages but um safety wise though so when you're opening yourself up to all these ideas, you know, some of these ideas, they go in very specific directions or they have very specific um, points of view 
or they have very specific personalities. I'm trying to use a couple different words here, hopefully, to get the point across of, of what it is. So, you know, if you, if you want to think of them like entities, think of think of it like there's a spirit of Walt Disney. There's a spirit of the Disney Corporation. There's a spirit of lying. There's a spirit of vengeance. And, suppose you know... If you watch Batman, if you're a big fan of Batman, that's one of the things they call Batman. They call him the spirit of vengeance, you know. Um, so there are um, basically entities, maybe you can call them that, entities, spirits that you run across and they have personality types. They have things that they're going to do, that they're going to try to do, that they're going to try to, you know, and that's... You know, if you think about it non-psychedelically, if you're thinking about it, you know, psychologically, it's like you're 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 thinking of an idea of like what is vengeance or what is lying or what is truth or when you think of these spirits and you play them along in a line and you go down that path, you know, some lead to good things, some lead to bad things. So it's important to kind of know where you're going this is why this is why i say it's important to map out the spirit realm when you're in it you know it's it's important for you to figure out where you're at and where you're going you know this is why you gotta have a uh you know good set and setting type stuff (laughs) um let me add on to this now so you kind of get that idea that there's different these different ideas so think about a spirit of nature 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 why can't i say that word huh anyways um think about a spirit of nature well then underneath the spirit of nature would say be the spirit of plants because nature encompasses not only plants but also encompasses animals fungi you know anything else you can think of right that's part of nature so you got nature but then you got more specifically you got a spirit of plants and then you might have a spirit of trees and then you might have uh, a specific trees maybe a spirit of redwood trees you know a types of trees or something like that and then you have a spirit of maybe more specifically like a region of trees like the sequoia redwood forest national you know or in oregon trees or something like that you know and then and then you can get into a specific tree you can go to a specific tree and say this is this tree so you see how it's a it's a line of spirits that go lead on down to something you know and even though that's that specific tree is unique you know it represents you know a piece of each higher spirit leading up you know and so us as humans are the same way we have family trees right originally there was you know the first human and so are the first humans you know male and female humans and then you know as it trickles on down you know it divides into you got different races you got and then from that you got different regions or countries and then you got different families and then so it breaks down until eventually it gets down to you so this is how 
like everything is structured you know it's like there was the first chair and maybe the first chair wasn't even a chair maybe the first thing was a sitting instrument tool or whatever something to sit on and somebody said well i'm gonna keep that or i'm gonna shape it better or it gets or maybe it was just a stump and it got worn down with people sitting on it and uh you know and slowly it became uh, something to sit on and so and then they figured out how to shape it better so people could sit on it and you know so the these things you know this so the same way that humans have evolved all chairs have evolved <laughs> you know the idea has permeated and has gone down a route that uh, stretches throughout time and everything like that and so all these ideas do the same thing um so when you're in the spirit realm these ideas they you know when they come down to you you can follow a trail down and you can figure out you know what makes something something you can follow a tr- you can follow the trail back to the source but you can also follow the trail down to uh you know it further out in the future as well so you can go both both ways with uh with ideas and thoughts and everything like that so anyways that was one thing i wanted to talk about that little language idea that i had come up with uh when you're trying if when you're trying to look back and you're trying to describe your trip from the mushrooms um that's how you have to do it you have to look at these things and try to somehow compartmentalize them try to use uh either like wording you know say it was like this or like that or you just got to start using metaphysical languages you gotta say it was an angel (laughs) you know or it was an entity or (laughs) whatever um it was a spirit or it was a ghost or you know so you sit there and you you gotta try to that's what you gotta try to do i mean that's what everybody tries to do i mean that's what terrence tries to do when he describes the dmt elves you know self-dribbling basketballs it's like i have no i have no idea what that looks like you know i i can't even fathom you know his description is so bad i just i can't even fathom it and uh it's funny though because because uh, you know he saw something and you know it was incredible <laughs> but uh you know um so so that's the thing you know he's used there you just you gotta try to describe it the best you can and try to use like wording try to trying to somehow put that thing that you're trying to describe in a box and i know you can't i know i know a lot of it you cannot put in a box but um you know um we're not gonna get anywhere if we don't try you know like terrence mckenna said well terrence mckenna said the language has to evolve itself that the language itself has to evolve um he's probably right uh it has to be something like that um we need to come up with new words <laughs> uh he talks about what's that word he made, came up with he came up with a word called fardow <laughs> anyways uh if you guys haven't heard that story that's a funny one look that one up um anyways uh one last thing i want to talk about before i get off here um I want to talk about more about how psychedelics have affected me in my sober life, uh, moving on and forward. Um, 
one of the things is I do have minor I don't want this to sound bad because it's not bad but I, I, I do have minor hallucinations basically while I'm sober um, maybe a little closer tonight or maybe a little bit closer to when I'm tired um, maybe a little bit while I'm on the weed uh, if I take any weed um, I get a little bit there a little bit like closer to seeing a hallucination now I'm not tripping I definitely know that I'm grounded I'm in the real world and everything but I'll see something like a, like a a tree or some bushes or something like that and I can just see how if I was tripping I would be seeing an entity in it now I don't actually see the entity at that point in time I kind of just see like where an entity could be basically when i look up at clouds now like uh me and the girl were doing this the other day we were looking at clouds and the amount of like objects i see in the clouds now is much higher than they ever have been before now i had i previously prior to taking psychedelics yeah i look up at clouds you know everybody looks up clouds sees the bunny the cat or whatever sees animals you know I had done that before, but the majority of time, you know, you look at at clouds and, hey, they're cool clouds. Now I look at clouds and I see a lot more things than I previously had. So it's like it, it's like it's increased. It's, it's almost like my pattern recognition um, has increased. So like I said, when I'm looking at these, I'm looking at a tree. So what, uh, let me give you an example. I was driving at night. Um, to go meet the girl somewhere and I was coming up on a corner and it was it was a little dark but there was a house kind of that had like a little bit light shining through the trees and so the trees had this like circular hollowed out center with and so basically it looked like two eyes a mouth and in the mouth, I could see some other bushes, and they took the shape of a, like, Vietnam-era um, helicopter. So, and then I saw a few other bushes below the helicopter as well. So it looked like I was looking at a face with its mouth open, and inside of its mouth was a Vietnam, like, war scene. Or something like that. Now, to be clear, like I wasn't like I wasn't tripping. I wasn't I wasn't actually seeing like anything moving or anything like that. It's just I know when I looked at it that if I was on the mushrooms, that's what I would have seen. I would have seen like a Vietnam era like war scene going on. Um so I, I don't know how else to describe it, you know. Um, it's not real hallucinations. It's not like I'm really seeing anything that's not there. Um, uh, it just is as it is and everything. Nothing's moving. Nothing looks crazy, you know. It's just I can recognize the pattern that's behind it, you know what I mean? So I guess that's what that is. 
I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to describe. It's so hard to describe that. I don't know. That's that's the best I can do. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll figure out a little bit more about it later, and I'll I'll try to try to describe it for you guys. Uh, anyways, so uh, we're still me and the girl are still going to the Imagine Music Festival. So we'll be in VIP camping. So if anybody wants to come say hi to us um that'll be pretty fun i plan on tripping there so that uh not uh, not like a normal not, not like a big trip like i usually do it'll be a it'll be a small one just just enough to you know have a good time but uh that should be interesting and i look forward to giving you guys a trip report for that one so um anyways um that's coming up um yeah, anyways, I'll go ahead and leave it off there. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Love the podcast numbers. Oh, my goodness. Just every episode I release, just the weekly viewership just continues to increase. Thank you so much to everybody that sticks around to the end of these things. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate it. You guys have a good night. quick bonus at the end of the episode here if um you guys want to get uh heavier and deeper into um the idea of psychedelics and maybe a little bit of their history and everything listen to jordan peterson's uh interviews on psychedelics um or about psychedelics not him honestly um, but yeah, about psychedelics, his interviews, and um, he releases them on his YouTube channel. And check some of those out because uh, those are incredibly deep and insightful. And if you have tripped before, uh, there's a lot of stuff that will stand out to you that doesn't stand out to the people that don't trip (laughs) it's definitely they talk some psychedelic language buried deep within there um i personally think uh that jordan peterson does trip um how often i don't know but i think he definitely does trip i don't think he's just taken uh mushrooms once or twice i think he's taken them several times and I think he takes he's basically taken them either recently or um, yeah or t- or takes them periodically you know on a regular ba- basis so to speak so um, I think uh, yeah Jordan Peterson's a, a really good listen if you want to go deeper into that stuff and like I said he's he's released a couple videos recently where he's talking with um basically psychedelic people you know or people that study psychedelics or that are really into psychedelics so for sure you should definitely check him out if you're uh if you're into that kind of stuff